Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Auckland, New Zealand for day 331 of 365 days of Bible reading. 34 days to go. And it is exciting times here at Slade HQ. Uh, One of our neighbours is renovating. So if you hear any banging during the podcast, just know everything is fine. They're just throwing things off their balcony into a skip bin. Now that you have that important information, let's have a look at what scriptures we're going to be reading today across every platform. You'll find them in the descriptions below. Psalm 135, verse 1 to 12. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 21. And Daniel chapter 2, verse 24 to chapter 3, verse 12. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure you get amongst those at some point because it is, after all, a Bible reading plan. Well, I don't know what that sound was. Plan. Still getting into the habit of getting back on the Daily Brew grind, filming these amazing devotionals. And a massive welcome to everybody on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Of course, all of our other platforms as well. It is a great delight to have you with me today. The Brew for today. We are continuing with our Ozone Passenger Subscription 125. Now, if you missed it yesterday, let me just give you a quick recap. These beans come from Colombia. They're called Aponte. And the way that they roast them is a a really unique honey roasting method. Now, yesterday I gave the Chemex a 9 out of 10. It was very, very good. Today we have the French Horn Press, uh, or the Plunger, as it's otherwise known. So let's give it a go today and see if it lives up to the hype of the Chemex. Cheers. Still a lovely smooth taste and flavor that, that comes through. The flavor in and of itself, there's a little bit more bitterness to it, which is what I felt like it was missing yesterday. But on the same, in the same way, what it lacked yesterday and made up for today, I still feel like the the aftertaste just isn't quite hitting it for me. That initial taste, the initial rollover, it's brilliant in every way. I, I love that initial taste. But then the second taste that comes through, I'm not enjoying it as much. So I'm still going to give this a 9 out of 10 because it is still a lovely coffee. But it just doesn't quite get to a 10 out of 10 for me. I'd love you to let me know. Give this a go. If you can get your hands on some of this, give this a go and let me know because I'd I'd love to know what you think. But a 9 out of 10 still feels quite good. That is it for the brews for today. Let's have a look at the Bible and see what it has to say for us today. The Lord is good. That's how it starts. In, in, this, in verse 3 of our psalm today, we, we get a profound but very simple reminder. The Lord is good. People today ask, why would a good God allow so much evil and hate in the world that he created? And the answer is that he doesn't. We do. We love to shift the blame and make others the ones at fault for the consequences of our own actions. We, we push the button and then we blame everyone else for what happens after. God is a good God. What he created is good, including you, by the way, which he said was very good. What we create as humans often is not. The decisions that we make and the consequences that they have is what leads to the world being in more darkness. Not everything that we create is bad, but often there are consequences to our actions that actually don't line up with the will and the purpose of God. We have to reconsider the consequences to our own actions and thank God that he is someone who has grace and mercy for all of those who submit to him and follow his ways. The Lord is good. He remembers his relationship with his people. And that's you, my friend. God loves you. He's good. And for that, he deserves the praise from you, even when life doesn't feel good in and of itself. 
Okay, it's time for another new book. We're chewing through the books at the moment. It's the continuation of Peter's letters. It's clear that the Apostle Peter was the author of these books. But fun fact, even though it's made clear that he is the author, the, the, there's, there's been quite a heavy dispute over the years with scholars about whether or not he is actually the author. The very poor Greek style in this letter, in contrast with the good use of Greek in the first letter, uh, may indicate that he didn't actually write it himself, which is highly probable because often uh, these apostles would ha have scribes who would write them for them. So what this probably indicates is that, yes, he is still the letter, uh, the writer of this letter, but maybe there was a different scribe who uh, wasn't as good as Silas who he used to write First Peter. Now, no matter what the debate is and no matter which way you sit, the book itself says Peter wrote it, and for me that's good enough. It was written towards the end of Peter's life. Since Peter was martyred in Rome during the reign of Nero, who reigned from AD 54 to 68, uh, his death must have occurred prior to AD 68. So it's likely that this letter is written between AD 65 and AD 68. This letter was a reminder to the readers of the truth and the truth of the gospel, which they had received. And it was a warning against the attacks of false teachers who pervert the gospel. Peter urges the believers to remain steadfast even in persecution and reminds them that the Lord will keep his promises to them. He speaks of the coming day of the Lord and the necessity of keeping themselves spotless, blameless, and at peace. I can't think of a more relevant message for today's church too, to be honest. As you read this book, Allow the Holy Spirit to convict you around the areas of your life where maybe you've backed down or tapped out of your faith. Where are the spots and where are you at blame in your life? Allow God to highlight them so that you can deal with them and be at peace within yourself, with God, and with others. In fact, to be honest, that is what we see at play in the passage of Scripture today in Daniel. There's a strong emphasis to refuse to conform to the standards of the world. I read the story of Daniel and his mates, and it makes me ask to myself, would I have the courage to do what they did, to say there is a God, in spite of what others may be saying or doing in the world around me? If I'm going to be that guy, I first need to be like Daniel and be convicted that there is indeed a God who is in heaven, that he is good and that he's worthy of my worship. Daniel was a man who recognizes God, and, and also he acts in humility probably because he recognizes that God is God and he is not. These two attributes are attractive to God, the, the, recogni the recognition that there is a God and that he is God, but also humility. And so God uses Daniel in some pretty cool and some maybe strange ways as well to interpret the dreams of King Nebuchadnezzar. In fact, there are three things that God told King Nebi that are true for us today as well. Number one, all that you have has been given to you by God. Number two, that God has placed you in the position that you're in. And number three, God has made you who you are. I think Daniel recognized these qualities in the dream because that's how he lived himself. Daniel lived with the revelation every day and called it out of King Nebi. Living this way gets rid of pride, arrogance, and self-importance. Why? Because when we recognize that all I have, the position that I'm in, and who I am is ultimately down to God's doing and His hand at work in my life, then I realize that what I bring is not really the main thing. That's something to think about today. Are you living in a way that recognizes that all you have has been given to you by God, that God has placed you in the position that you're in, and that God has made you who you are? If not 
there's a strong likelihood that you're heading down the road of pride. Three, Verse of the day. Verse of the day today, Daniel chapter 2, verse 27 and 28. Two verses. It says this, Daniel replied, No wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals these mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the visions that pass through your excuse me, that pass through your mind as you were lying in bed are these. Two verses, but two things I want to highlight in this today. There is still no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner that can explain the mysteries that God shows to us. There's a rise of spiritual things in our culture, witchcraft, Ouija boards, tarot cards, psychic readings, crystals, and more. These are not good. Like, not good. And as Christians, we need to stay away from these. We need to avoid them at all costs. They open us up to the spiritual realm that doesn't honor God and can lead us down the wrong path. If you need what these things offer you, and I say offer you in quotation marks, I want to encourage you that you can find everything that you need in the personhood of Jesus. Don't go to things of witchcraft, Ouija boards, tarot cards, psychic readings, crystals, and all of that other stuff. Leave the dream catchers alone. Go to God and seek what you need from Him. Fall at his feet, find his face, and cry out to God, and watch as he reveals more things to you. And that is it for the Daily Brew today, day 331. Only 34 days to get it done, to finish this off our Bible reading plan. A massive thank you to everybody who has joined us so far and done all 331 days. If this is day number one for you, I encourage you to head back to day number one and actually do the Bible in a year plan all from the start so that you can see what God has to say for you. That noise that you hear, that is the espresso machine. If you heard that, it's getting ready for tomorrow. It knows it's ready for the last day of our ozone coffee. So make sure you come back tomorrow for more Bible, more banter, and some more brews. Hey, I love you very much, and I'm praying for you as you're reading these scriptures. Thank you so much for joining me on this devotional journey. Uh, It's really surreal that we would have so many people going on this journey together. Hey, if it is a Saturday day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew.